I can think of the first guy that I like. I still have feelings for him. And the same thing happened to me. You're not my first love. Nope. Does that hurt your feelings? <laughs> no. Are you sure? Welcome to the Secure Marriage Podcast, where we believe it's possible to fight less, feel understood, and enjoy a deeper connection with your spouse. We're your hosts, Paul and Shannon Elmore, and on today's episode, are you married to your soulmate? To your soulmate? Yeah. Not just your spouse, not just your husband, not just your wife, not just your honey, not just your boo. Are you married to your soulmate? <laughs> your soulmate. You're laughing. <laughs> Why are you laughing? I don't think I've ever heard you use the word boo. Please you're, don't ever call me your boo. You're not my boo? <laughs> no, I am not. <laughs> All right, boo. <laughs> you ready for a good question here? Yeah. This is kind of like an urban myth when it comes to marriage and relationship and stuff okay. like that. Okay. Here it is. Can a marriage work if you are in love with your significant other and share kids, but know deep down inside he's not your soulmate? It's this question of soulmate thing again. You're laughing. You're allowed to laugh. I, I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings, but I can't. I guess I don't understand how you can be in love with someone and... Well, I guess I don't believe in soulmates, so maybe that's, I should start there. And that's the myth that we have to kind of work through. Do soulmates exist? Are they real? Was this, what are they? Does this go back to like years and years and years and years and years ago of the circle and the dot theory kind of? Um, yes. So the, it could be a circle and dot theory kind of thing for sure. And if people are going, what the heck is a circle and dot theory? You should probably explain that. Some people believe there's one right person for you and it's your job to figure out out who that one right person is um, as you pursue marriage and relationships. There's, there's just one dot out there that you're supposed to connect with. And if you miss that person through circumstances, through whatever, then you are not with the right person. If you marry someone else, you're, you're with the wrong person. Or not your soulmate. Or not your soulmate for the rest of your life. And that's one theory versus the circle, which is in the circle, you can have many, many dots. And any of them you can marry, any of them you can live happily ever after with right? because marriage is different than, again, this mythological one person soulmate thing. But a lot of people have kind of a misunderstanding on this on a practical level. It played out one time because I had client, a client many, many years ago who believed her husband had been unfaithful to her because he had dated other girls before her, before he, had, before he had met her. Right. Because in her mind, they were destined for each other and it was his job to just wait for her, not date anybody else. Got it. And because he had dated other people, he had been unfaithful to her, obviously. I, and I'm assuming that she had not dated anyone prior to him. Um, no, no. And so obviously, if you have varying values or, or opinions or understandings of this concept, it can lead to some really crazy expectations and disappointment sure. and frustration. The example I just gave there is a pretty extreme example. Um, not many people kind of believe that, but, you know, someone did. Right. But this person here who's writing the question believes in the concept of soulmates. There is one person out there that you kind of are either supposed to find or is the best person for you. So, so my guess then would be 
that even though she loves her husband, there is some sort of non-connection between them. Because I really believe that soulmate really equates to feeling connected to the person that you're married to. Well, there's a little bit more to the story here, and this might flesh it out even for you in your mind. And again, I don't want to kind of withhold or keep information from you. If you were to read the rest of the story here, she goes on to explain that she had dated somebody else and they were really, really in love, but because of timing or circumstance or whatever, they broke up. They didn't marry. They went their separate ways. They both have now married somebody else. But every time they see each other or in proximity to each other, all of those old, strong feelings of love get stirred up and Mm. she sees him as her soulmate, not her husband, who she kind of married secondarily. Right. That's kind of the rest of the story. Yeah, that definitely affects things. Yeah, for sure. So I don't I now I don't know even more of the story and more of the story. And I don't remember, maybe you said this, whether that first guy was the first person that she had dated and fell in love with. It doesn't say. In I that, don't know right? if, if, yeah, if so there it was somebody say that. else before but I, him. But I do think that there is a special bond that happens yeah. with the first person that you fall in love with. Yes. And particularly if you add sex into that. Yes. There is a deeper connection. Yep. Um, that happens, which is why we advocate for waiting until you're married to have sex because that connection happens. And that's a really hard one to sever, even if things don't work out. And even if they, whether they work out horribly or amicably, there's a piece of your heart and there's that connection that happens. Yeah. I can think of the first guy that I liked. It was just puppy love. We didn't even date or anything, Mm -hmm. but I still have fond feelings for him he was your first love yes and you you actually use the word puppy love that's another kind of urban myth kind of thing but i would argue it's real love at a, you are at a developmental stage in your life where you no longer you know see boys as yucky right and they have cooties and everything else like that and you start to again uh, mentally emotionally psychologically even physically sexually you are mature enough to recognize oh wait a second i have strong feelings towards this person and you i would argue you fell in love this is the first person you fell in love with right but that's not who you married no and the same thing happened to me i can tell you the name of the person who i fell in love with for the first time but I'm not married to her. You're not my first love. Nope. Does that hurt your feelings? <laughs> no. Are you sure? I'm positive. Because sometimes people don't ever talk about this. They're even right. afraid to talk about this concept. Well, it was when we were early married, it was really hard to talk about. It really was. If you had told me early in our marriage yeah. that you had loved someone else, that would have threatened me big sure. time. Absolutely. That would have been very difficult to hear. And there was no way I was ever going to tell you that there were a couple of boys that I really liked yeah, or even I, I'm not sure that I would have even said the word love yeah, because I guess in a way I could see how that would feel unfaithful sure. to have those feelings while you're married to someone else. Yeah. You can't get rid of your feelings. No. It's how you act on those feelings. Yeah. That's how and you choose. I made the choice to marry you, to love you, to connect with you. And you're my best friend. Yeah. And I still have those, those little fond, warm fuzzies yeah. deep down 
but they don't overshadow anything that we have together. It's different. Yeah. It's what we have is so different than that. And I would not trade what we have for what that was. Yeah. That chemical bonding that happens, though. I mean, love is powerful. Yes. I mean, this is why they make a lot of really bad romantic comedies about it. But <laughs> love so is a very, very powerful emotion. And, and it's a real thing. I like that you use the word chemical because yeah. it really it is. And it creates a bonding effect in our brains as human yes. beings. We if we are alone, we die. If a baby is alone, they will starve and die. We are supposed to be connected to other human beings in our life growing up and while we are married. Right. And the fact that this woman has experienced that with someone else isn't a bad thing, no. isn't a negative thing. And she still feels those feelings for that person. But that doesn't mean that that person is her soulmate. Right, exactly. You actually make your soulmate. I choose to sacrificially love you, to live with you, to know you, to study you, to enjoy you, to bond with you. I work right. hard at making that happen. It's an intentional choice. And after doing that for 28 years, we are reaping the benefits of, of doing that intentionally for a long time where sure. we actually feel in love. We yes. enjoy each other. We, and, But we still have to work on it on a daily basis. This is not something that, that after 28 years that we can say, okay, we've worked hard. We feel this way towards each other. We can stop working at it. Exactly. Or we feel that way all the time, 24 <laughs> seven. You're laughing again. There's some uh, days that you don't love me in that way. There are way. some days that I don't love you that way. And there are some days that you know that you don't love me that nope, way. I love you that way all the time. Everybody, his pants are flaming <laughs> right now. Liar, liar. Yes. It, it is, again, the reality of living with a flawed human being. Sometimes I'm just not going to like you. Sometimes right. the feelings of love wane. They just aren't strong. But you, we, you still make a choice to treat me in yes. a loving way. And I still make a choice to treat you in a loving way and to know that that's just how I feel at the moment I, and I'll move through it. I make a choice. You make a choice to accept those, those moments, those days, those weeks of disconnection or lack of amore, um, right. lack of passion. That doesn't give us permission to go find it somewhere else no. or to even require us to go find it somewhere else. It doesn't also mean anything's wrong in our marriage. No, not it's at not, all. We're not broken in any way. It just means that familiarity breeds contempt a lot of times. You just, you're not new. You're not novel. <laughs> the shininess has kind of worn off of you. Oh. I, I kind of know you really, really well. Right. And so it's not like a, a new shiny toy every day. Right. That's okay. That really is okay. Because I don't need to have that dopamine hit in my brain, which comes with new things and novel. By the way, this is why Amazon right now is so popular. Because every time you hit that little thing and you get that box that shows up on your front porch, it's like, ooh, ooh. shiny, new. Look at all this fun stuff I get. Right. And it's too easy to you know click that button and buy and, and get that little dopamine hit, dopamine hit, dopamine hit. Look at this. I get to feel good. I get to feel good. And people are looking at that from their spouse. Right. And it just doesn't happen all the time. Right. Marriage, real love, okay? Not soulmate love, but real love is an act of the will. It's also a feeling because I actually feel in love with you. Yes. I actually like you. 
I have warm, you know, buttery, flyy feelings in my tummy sometimes, Aww. especially when you give me that look, you know, over my glasses. glasses are down and you look over the glasses. <laughs> I mean, my heart goes a little, skips a little beat and goes pitter patter. I Aww. feel love, but I don't feel it all the time. And I don't have to. I choose to still love you. Right. Well, and I also don't look at you over my glasses all the time. That's either. right. You need to so. work on that. If you can just you know, <laughs> get on that. All we want to say is for the person who's writing this and asking about soulmates, we would suggest that that person is actually not her soulmate. That's a person that she's bonded to right. in a previous relationship. And you get to now choose and basically live a life of denial, which is another theme in this world, which isn't really looked upon favorably, right. you know, denying yourself something because it's a wise thing to do. You can deny yourself and say, that door's closed because I've now made a commitment to my current husband. Exactly. My kids, they've got kids together. Right. And I will choose to live in this life that I've created for myself because it's the right thing to do. It's the healthy thing to do. It's the appropriate thing to do. And I'll still acknowledge my feelings that are there. Again, it's the, I want something and I can't have it. Yeah. Believe it or not, in this world, that message right there is actually seen as bad. Right. Wanting something and not giving yourself permission to have it. People will now call you foolish or stupid or not self-actualized or a, a right. thousand other things like that. And yet I will argue, we will argue, if you want to have a healthy marriage, you have to live daily by dying to yourself and right. your needs and those passions. Right. Well, something that I was thinking is when the possibility or the probability of missing out on what you can have because you're so focused on, well, this was my soulmate or I still feel like this is my soulmate. And when you're focused on that as opposed to focused on, okay, here's the husband that I do have. Yeah. What can I do to yep. make this better and to create a bond yeah. and create connection? It's that making that choice, not denying that this exists over here, this connection to someone exists over there, that that bond, mm -hmm. but how do I, okay, I can't have that. Yeah. That's just obvious. I can't have that. I made my choice. What do I do to make better what I do have? Yeah. Focusing on what you don't have versus focusing on what you do have. That yeah, will or absolutely... what you can do to yeah. make what you want that will change your day-to-day -day life dramatically right because you'll either walk around feeling like you are missing out exactly and disappointed or you'll walk around enjoying the blessing and the joy that's right in front of you right but it's a hard thing to do again and creating what you want yeah absolutely so this is a good question so yeah. hopefully this answers other people's question on where we stand on the idea of soulmates you create your soulmate there isn't just one person out there that you're supposed to be with. Yes. And again, we are open to hearing questions around that or pushback from that. If, if sure. this is like, well, Paul, what about? Feel free to email us, paul at securemarriage.com or shannon at securemarriage.com. We will be glad to have more of a dialogue and a conversation around this so that you have a better understanding of this and you can live in a way that makes your marriage more sustainable. Yes. More happy. Yeah. More enjoyable, more connective. Yep. And you guys can fight less and feel understood and enjoy a deeper connection with each other. Yeah. That's why we do this. And that's why we discuss goofy topics like soulmates. That's why we do it. Yep. It is. I think that's it. I think so too. I think we should just be done there. All right. Sounds good. Thanks everyone for listening. We will see you next time. Okie dokie. All righty. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
whether they work out horribly or amicably. Amicably. Say it again. Amicably. I don't. Amicably. Thank you. <laughs> no, say um, it again. No, I said it plenty of times. <laughs> okay. Um,